The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What is happening? Welcome to the Nick and Alex Baseball Show, where the postseason is the most season. I'm Nick Pollock, and I'm joined by the cleanly clothed Alex Fast. Yes, we are down in Orlando, and uh, the Wi-Fi is changes in every room we go to. But you know what? There's great Wi-Fi. Where in the laundry room <laughs> when you're standing up in the laundry room with no chair, you're ready to commit to a full hour of talking mm-hmm. baseball. Uh, uh, and I'm here for it. I'm ready to go. And this is and, and listen, if you're watching live, you'd be able to see this me standing. Yeah, you're standing. You're not even sitting down. You don't have your no. Yeti mic. You have just lovely headphones, wireless. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume the laptop mic working. No, no, my laptop. That should be on my headphones. My oh wow, headphones great, too. great stuff. Just great yeah. stuff all around. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have a great show today. Of course, still we have. Really, this is the postseason episode. We're about to hit it. It's w- Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, every single week, of course. And we have a pretty clear picture of the postseason. Uh, there might be some small changes about which team faces which team for yeah. the wild card series. And um, we'll talk all about that. But we're going to go over all the postseason, what to expect, what players to be looking out for, uh, all the fun pitchers, of course. And, and lastly, who will win the World Series? Why? We'll actually do a full prediction for it this time. Amazing. We made it this far. We did it. Through all of the, all the weeks, we went through all the teams. I believe all twelve teams that are in the the postseason were mentioned inside inside of this. I, I think. think so. ever, did we ever see the Phillies? <laughs> we must have. We must have done the know. Phillies. I don't know. Um, no, we didn't. So we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't expect them to be here. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did mention really. the Brewers, though. Yep. We did mention the Orioles, of course. I, I, there are a lot. <laughs> we did of mention the Marlins. Marlins, yeah. Never the never the uh, the Phillies though. Um, but this is the playoff episode, and uh, before we begin, Aaron Judge did it. Albert Pujols did it. Congrats. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Great for the game. Yeah, uh, you know, Aaron. The best part of that clip of that Aaron Judge home run for me personally was watching the guy who prematurely jumped into the bullpen. Smart move. Uh, if you ask me, if that ball did fall, he would have gotten it. That's true. That's true. You know, and you know, that one guy caught it and there was, I even saw like a video of him, like getting escorted by security out of uh, globe life park. Um, mm-hmm. after he caught it, I mean, that's how much is that going to go for? You think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that the same thing happened with, uh, I don't know if 61 was escorted out, but I know that 700 for Albert was escorted out of Dodger oh, yeah. Stadium. It's got, now, now now the game begins. Do you give it to, this is an interesting question. No. I think it was, you don't give it to him. No, you get the most money out of Aaron Judge. I understand the whole symbolic nature of it. Yeah. But dude, this is like the guy just won the lottery. You yeah. know, this is life-changing <clears throat> money. It's yeah. not life-changing for Judge to have that baseball. Yeah, 100%. And also, I kind of think of it like this. That there is, if Judge really wanted it, he could bid for that ball with the contract that he's about to get. You know what I mean? He could, yeah, bid, he could exactly. bid for millions of dollars. I think yeah, it, he can bid yeah, on I his believe, own ball. Okay. I believe it was Maris. Sarah Langs told me this story. I think it was Maris. No way. Sacrist is, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Sacrist, a wonderful Twitch chat. Uh, you know, in our community, 
um, is saying that the man who caught the historic Aaron Judge baseball, Corey Yormans, uh, doesn't exactly need the money. He is a vice president at Fisher Investments, which manages $197 billion worldwide. Worldwide, It may be the price of Judge's next contract. Bob Nightingale put out that tweet. Uh, that stinks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you go to a baseball game, and, like, the average... The, the average fan should catch that ball, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know, it, it was interesting. Um, I believe it was uh, Peraza hit his first home run. Maybe it was Cabrera. I keep getting them mixed up in my head for the Yankees. And a family that, you know, had a home in Fort Myers caught that one. And that one I thought is what a wonderful gift of like, yeah. hey, cool. Here's some money to get yourself, you know, set back up. They should have caught this ball, yeah. not the game one ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that bothers me. I hope I hope he does something good with that money and, and donates it or something. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but man, I just want it to be, you know, I, I you're a billionaire. Give it to judge. If you, if you don't need the money, just give it to judge. I would There's say I, give it to judge, but ask him to donate a lot of money to charity. Sure. Yeah. You're going to donate one million dollars to a charity of my yeah. choice. And here's your yeah. ball. And here's your ball. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I think is the best thing to do here. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope Corey <laughs> does the right thing. Well, I know Corey's a big listener of the of the, uh, of the <laughs> He is actually, you know, I'll just get I'll just text him right here. Um so he did it. Albert Pools did Albert Pools, what is it, seven oh three now? Yeah. Uh, uh seven oh two or seven oh three. It might be I think he's seven oh three. He he has more home run or RBI, I believe, than Babe Ruth the second all time. I think is twenty two hundred plus. Something remarkable. I I mean, I, I mean, I was even thinking about other guys that might be retiring now. Zach Greinke might have thrown his last game, yeah, uh, recently. Legend, of course, going six innings, one run, and one strikeout in that final game, which is the most Zach Greinke thing to do. Yeah, Johnny Cueto putting a T on his season, three thirty-five ERA, nearly one hundred sixty innings as he just appeared in a White Sox uniform in May. Insane, I uh, absolutely remarkable. But hey, we're gonna have a whole. Um, in retrospect episode in November. Um, so definitely stick around for that for the Nick and Alex baseball show. Fastest hearing that for the first time. And, you know, he's really holding back his face. So I'm really proud of him for that. Uh, we'll see about that one. <laughs> but uh, all right. So we're going to talk about the postseason and we're going to go through all 12 teams now. We're going to start on the AL side. Um, as I get a text from Alan Adair screaming at me that we never said the Phillies. Uh, and I'm so sorry, Alan. I'm wearing my OG live every day like it's Nola Day shirt mm. in honor of you and the Phillies. OK, and my boy, Aaron Nola, easy a coming through against the Astros in a beautiful fashion to uh, earn a King Cole and send them to the playoffs. You know, it's Aaron Nola's first uh, first playoff uh, in his career, which is amazing. Uh, yes. But we're not going to do NL. We're going to do AL. And I'm looking at MLB's own postseason picture this could change the rays and mariners technically could swap um there is a game that hasn't finished tonight uh and theoretically the rays could be going against the jays uh in the uh the the series of the fonzes and that is the a's um then you have the guardians and mariners possibly happening but as of right now guardians versus rays and let's talk about the rays what do you think their rotation is going to be fast Oh boy, um, that's a good question. Well, you figure they're they're probably going to start with McClanahan. Um, if they're going to ride the hot hand, it's probably going to be Jeffrey Springs, and then what? Like Rasmussen? I don't no, really know. Fast Tyler oh. Glasnow. Oh, he's yeah. up sixty-five pitches. He just threw sixty-four yeah. against the Red Sox on Monday, and he. Is, would be slated to go on uh, either Saturday or Sunday. He could be even the number two uh, for, for the Rays with Jeffrey Springs going today on Tuesday. Uh, he might go 80 pitches out of nowhere. This is what the, what the Rays do. Yeah. Shane McClanahan shows up and just th- those great things, right? Or uh, um, in the playoffs as a reliever or Matt Moore does it uh, when, in his rookie year, strikes out 10 and the Yankees like two starts uh, into the season. Shane Boz last year. I. Uh, just all of a sudden, like three starts. Oh, he's like this number two guy for the Rays, right? This is what happens. These guys that throw like twice are all of a sudden critical pieces of October. Yeah. We're going to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do it like this. Let's do Why don't we do this? Okay. Each series. 
Yes. Rotation, best rotation, best starters, best relievers. Okay. Love it. So we talked about Tampa, who's going to go for their one, two, three. Why don't you tell us who, who, who the Guardians one, two, three is going to be? Probably. Oh, boy. Um, so it's Shane Bieber and Tristan McKenzie. They made that very clear of yeah. Sunday and Monday. And it's far and away who they are. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Savali is going on Wednesday, not today. It's Cal Quantrill today. Mm. So I think if they get to a game three, you're going to see Cal Quantrill. I've given him a lot of nicknames over the day, over the years. Okay. When he was in SoCal in, uh, in San Diego, it was so SoCal. All right. Yeah. Now he's become the unquantifiable. Um, and I, I don't know what you're going to get out of him. You might get six innings of three earned ball in the playoffs. That works. Yeah, totally. That's what I was going to say. Works. So not, not a great number three, but Bieber and Tristan McKenzie against McClanahan Glasnow, not so bad. All right, so uh, if you're breaking down, then who, which of those two teams uh, has the better rotation of those three? Remember, we're not talking about full depth of rotation here. We're talking about their one, two, three. Who's got the better one, two, three? I would say you throw in Springs as a three, two sub two five ERA against Cal Quantrill. It's actually like a three four, but the width is terrible. Yeah. Um, a lot of chance if you ask me there. Uh, I would definitely put this on the side of the race. I will mention. Glasnow being limited to about 80 pitches uh, and McClanahan's injury questions are a good argument against, you know, versus the guardians. But yeah, I think I'm going to give it to the race. What about you? Yeah, it's super, super close, but I think in terms of consistency, uh, especially with McClanahan up and down with the injuries, I think I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Guardians. I think it's going to be like one of those things where it's like Cal Quantrill out of nowhere just comes out and gives <laughs> five innings, one earned run, you know, sure. no walks and two Ks and yep. gets it to the bullpen. So I, I think it's I think it's razor thin. Obviously, if it, McClanahan was healthy and Glasnow was healthy, it doesn't matter who the three is. You go right. ahead and you give it to Tampa. But I think there's too many question marks there. High velocity or high uh, uh, pressure uh, um, pitches coming out of Glasnow probably for the first time in quite some time. You know he's going to be feeling the adrenaline and amped up. You don't know what that's going to do to him. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Guardians. Before we get to the hitting, though, what do you think about the rotations? The rotations? Uh, excuse me, the uh, um, uh, relievers. What do you think about the relievers? The, the, uh, I enjoyed uh, that. That was. <laughs> I mean, look, I got to give it to the the Rays, I think. I mean, you have Class A, you have uh, Karen Chak for uh, the Guardians, but just year in, year out, you know, they've got a stable of guys who throw 95 there, right? Very you lovely. have Peter Stairbanks in there. You have Clevenger. You have yeah. Fast disappearing with his camera out of nowhere. I'm trying to get out of this yeah. laundry room. <laughs> Okay. Um, you have your boy Yakabonis. Um, Jimmy Yakabonis, former Oriole. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. That's why he's your boy. I uh, I have to give it to the Rays here, but you know, again, I think they're pretty evenly matched on on, on these as well with the bullpen. No, I, I don't know. I, I I gotta give it to. I think it's pretty much hands down the Guardians. Uh, I think Class A is having a, a fantastic year. One of the most dominant relievers in all of baseball right now. Um, you've seen Karen Chak come back a little bit. Uh, they have, I, I think, a top five or top ten K rate overall. Um, mm. I don't even think the Rays are in top fifteen. Um, and I think that's really what's going to matter most when it comes to the postseason. Um, Trevor Steen has been was like a hold machine in the second half. He was absolutely dominant, just a, like a, a guy that they got in the Rule Five from the Yankees that they turned into an elite reliever. I don't know. I, you need three super super dominant dudes, um, and uh, you know at least. And I, I don't know. I think there's a little bit more depth in in Cleveland, so I'm going to go with them. Um, again, uh, but before we make our picks for who's going to win this series, who are we thinking has the better rotation? Now, <laughs> just very quickly, uh, the joke. Fifth, oh my God, fifth that and was sixth. So good. Fifth, oh, you said rotation. That was pretty good. I, I just completely missed it. Completely, that was good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Look at look at me. This is me with my proud face. Oh my God. I was trying to. I, I was listen. I was focused on keeping the flow going. Yeah, and you know, for a moment, I lost the appreciation for you. Gone. And where did we get lost fast? Where did, how do we get here? Where did you lose this podcast? Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the rotation. Um, fifth and sixth are the bullpen ERAs. That is, uh, Guardians are fifth and Rays are sixth this year uh, among all major league teams. However, 6.3 war for the Guardians, 3.9 for the Rays. 
over 100 more innings, keep in mind, uh, for the Rays, and they still are that far back with their uh, with their relief war. Offensively, I mean, all right, it's not just the Jose Ramirez show, right? Andres no. Jimenez has had a fantastic season. Mm-hmm. Um, and Juan. at the same time, you have Wander Franco on the race side. Uh, Yandy Diaz has, I believe, a 400 OBP in the second half or something ridiculous like that in the last two months. Something crazy. Um, I'm not too scared of either one. When I was doing my streaming rankings, I kind of had them both around average, if not slightly below average for uh, opposing pitchers. The As far as <clears throat> offensive war, it's uh, 11th for the Guardians, 15th for the Rays. I mean, got to give this one as a as a wash here. Um, the more I think about it, yeah, I think I can I can definitely understand that. I don't know. The more I think about it, I wonder if the um, if Cleveland is kind of just kind of built for the playoffs, and that they've got they don't have elite starting pitching by any stretch of the imagination. They've got very good starting pitching. They've got a really really good bullpen. I love a guy like Stephen Kwan in this situation. Who's oh yeah, sure. Contact yeah. machine, just like lead off, get on base, let Jose Ramirez knock you in. Um, and we all know that you know it hasn't been the most elite um, offensive season from uh, from Tampa Bay this year. Uh, so again, I'm I'm going to go ahead and 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 give it give it to give it to the Guardians, but. I don't know, man. I'm kind of like shocked that I'm this into Cleveland because it feels like there's just been a team that have quietly been competing the entire year. Um, you know, obviously on the year, there's a lot of offensive categories where Tampa looks a little bit better. Um, some of which you mentioned, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Cleveland for for hitting, and I'm going to give them the series overall, and I'm going to say they do it in in. I'm going to say they do it in three. I thought you were going to say in four games. I thought that'd be really <laughs> funny. Uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, here's the thing. I, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm making my pitchless staff predictions. We're putting out this article before the playoffs about here. Here's what we expect the playoffs to go. And I get the sense that you're going to see a lot of Rays. You're going to see a lot of Jays. You're going to see a lot of Yankees. You're going to see, a lot of the teams that we all kind of recognize and there's a, a, a an upturned nose. I mean, I've certainly given it to the Guardians. And then they win and like, oh yeah, right. They were the three seed, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like in March Madness, how all of a sudden a two seed goes to the final four. Like, oh yeah, right. That team existed and no one chose them because of these other things, right? I, I mean, they are a successful ball club. Um, all of that said, I'm picking the Rays. I just think they're a better team. <laughs> I, I think I uh, they they're made to get wins that they shouldn't get. <laughs> you know that's always been their mo, and they manipulate their team and squeeze it all out to the best of their ability, right? And I think that's what we're going to see. I also like to I would believe that they're putting out their best team. Franco is healthy. Glasnow is healthy, right? Um, I mean, you can make an argument about Shane McClanahan. But Springs is at his peak right now. Yandy Diaz is at his peak. I mean, the offense is churning. Things are looking good here. And I'm, yeah, I think that the, the Rays are going to win it in two. They're going to, they're going to just step on in and uh, head over to the, uh, the next round with ease. That's what I'm saying here. Um, That is locked in, by the way. I appreciate um, that we have uh, Mouthy Merck uh, confirming inside of Twitch chat here that the Mariners have indeed claimed that fifth seed and the Rays have the sixth. So what Um, transition then? Right to the Mariners and the Jays. So as far as rotations go, there is some debate with Seattle. Uh, It does look like Logan Gilbert will not pitch on Wednesday. They were saying that he would be pitching if it meant something uh, maybe for home, uh, home advantage or what seed they would get all that stuff. Out the window, the Jays have it, um, from my understanding. And if that's the case, we have 91 wins for the Jays, 88 for the Mariners. Not going to happen. So no reason to throw Gilbert on Wednesday, which means yep. he should be the number three, not George Kirby. So that means oh, you yeah. got Robbie Ray, Luis Castillo, whatever order you want. And I, uh, Logan Gilbert. On the other side, it's Alec Manoa, Kevin Gosman, uh, and I guess Ross Stripling. If Stripling, I'm forgetting yeah. somebody, I always feel like I'm forgetting somebody. No, it's strip. It's strip. Um, 
Who are you taking? It's not going to be Barrios. Oh, but it's not Barrios. Barrios is always the one I forget. And I think that's just my mind helping my piece. Uh, and uh, who are you taking between those two? Yeah, that uh, my gut is to immediately go ahead and say um, Toronto. It is close, though, right? If we break it down one by one, Robbie Ray versus Manoa, I'd probably uh, go for more of the, the swing and miss type. So I'd go Manoa. Gaussman over Castillo. Castillo's been very good with that slider, but Gaussman's splitter is the uh, highest swinging strike rate pitch in baseball from a starter with a minimum of 500 thrown. Uh, Stripling versus Kirby, excuse me, versus uh, Logan Gilbert. I think I would actually probably take Strip. I mean, I think he's just been remarkably consistent with Angel and give it to Toronto for for pitching. So, you said that you, uh, you're you going to side with the swing strike rate, correct? And that would be yeah. Alec Manoa. Uh, Alec Manoa oh, has right. a 12.3% swing strike rate, while Robbie Ray has a 15.4% this year. That's, That's 14 surprising. What about their whiff rates? I, the same? That is on the swing? Or yes. just overall? I mean, he just gets more whiffs uh, than Manoa. No, no, no. With, like, whiff percentage. Yeah, with percentage, I, I don't have that in front of me because I believe more strongly in overall with generation. Uh, however, I, Robbie Ray is coming off of a tougher start. There's, uh, <laughs> You can say that Alec Manoa has that dog in him um, as he has a 2.24 ERA and a .99 whip. Fifth best ERA in the majors, by the way, among all starters. Uh, while 371 for Robbie Ray, he certainly has gone through his volatile patches while Manoa is just kind of Figured that out. The sinker that was an issue before got much better recently. Um, Robbie Ray actually struggled a bit with his command um, in that last outing. Does feel like Manoa is ready to go a bit more than Robbie Ray is. Castillo versus Gosman. I'm giving it to Castillo. Uh, 363 Babbitt this year for Gosman is, I think, historically the worst <laughs> that we've seen over um, in qualified pitches or, or sorry, qualified innings, qualified pitchers. Um, that's a worrisome number that never corrected itself. And I do wonder if that's something that is going to stick in some aspect. While we talked about Castillo last night on the corner podcast, better fastball, better slider, Papa John's. I'm giving him the edge there. Strip versus Logan Gilbert's very interesting to me. Logan Gilbert has a better fastball. Secondary pitch in the change of first strip is excellent. I that's a that's a wash. I kind of want to give it to Logan Gilbert, but um, I will. <laughs> what was that? Well, I just saw you get excited for a second. Oh, my internet fully dropped out and I fully rejoined without you noticing. So. Oh, wonderful. Hey, come back. I Kyle Bland is here. He says, Babip is luck. It is not luck. We know that, Kyle. <laughs> mm. We'll talk more of that later. Um, it's not all luck, of course, but... As far as rotations go, I'm slightly giving the edge to Seattle here. Seattle, very interesting. All right. What about the uh, the bullpen? Now, with the bullpens, I I mean, I should be drinking out of my Matt Brash mug right now. That's what I should be mm. doing. Uh, <laughs> super Brash. What was Brash. that one? That's the um, uh, Super Brash Brothers. That was yours. That was a. Uh, mm-hmm. That was an Alex fast creation. Um, well, when you look at war for uh, for bullpens this year, you have Toronto at 16, 2.9, pretty average uh, there, while Seattle 14. Uh, Seawald is also there with Seattle. You have Romano is a very good closer this year. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Is there something I'm missing here? I feel like it's pretty even. Uh, no, I'd give it to the Mariners. I think... Um... I mean, yeah, Jordan Romano, fantastic, lights out. Paul Sewald has been very good. I don't know if he's been as consistent, but um, Andres Munoz is amazing. I, I really dig Andres Munoz. I think when it comes to um, what you what you would want to look at, in my opinion, for a bullpen coming into the playoffs, you want to look at you know you want to look at K rate, you want to look at swing and miss. Um, overall, they've got the sixth best uh, K rate in all of baseball in terms of relievers. Um, <clears throat> I think their swing strike rate is, yeah, it's the second best in baseball uh, as well. Whereas um, the other team that they're playing Toronto uh, is not as good. They're also almost outside of the top 25. 
Um, so yeah, for me, looking for swing and miss, going to go with Seattle. You know, come to think of it, uh, I think the backup options for Seattle is better too. So when you get outside of the top three, that means you can throw George Kirby as a piggyback if you need him. You have Chris Flexen, who's been serviceable for them in long relief as well, Marco Gonzalez. While for the the Jays, it's been Mitch White, Yusei Kikuchi, Jose Barrios, and you don't want to rely on those guys. So yeah, I'm giving the edge there to the Mariners as well. Offensively, it's got to be the Jays, though. Without a doubt. But you are forgetting the most important pitcher on the Mariners. And who's that? Matthew Boyd. <laughs> He's in the playoffs, baby. Matthew I believe Boyd he threw three no-hit the- innings uh, the other day. Uh, yes, we are Boyd boys. We got to make that mug for, oh man, I don't know what's taking us so long. Um, but, uh, offensively though, I mean, the blue Jays are a powerhouse fourth in the majors and more. They're 31, um, overall, uh, while you have Seattle, they are not bad. They're 10th year, um, with, but 22 dramatically different. They don't have Vlad jr. They don't have the hot Bobichette. Um, that's going to be the real question mark is essentially the offense of Toronto versus the pitching of Seattle. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go, I don't think it's really a question. I'm going to go with them as well. I do think it's interesting that they have the second highest chase rate in baseball. Mm. Um, that is, uh, I think that, is that them? Oh no, that might be their, uh, their, um, pitchers. Yeah, that's their pitchers. I was looking at the wrong chart. Sorry. Uh, in terms of their offense, they are a little bit low. Oh, yeah. They're 23rd in O-swing this year. 31%. Yeah. Uh, well, the Mariners are actually one of the best at this. So they're top better. three and lowest. So it's uh, yeah. 29% there. Really good Either to way, see. I don't think it matters too much. I, I think it's Toronto. They were my original pick to win the World Series. <laughs> was that right? The first one you did? The first one I did, I said they were going to beat the Brewers, so can't win. Oh, well, all right. Um, uh, but uh, so I'm okay. No, hold on them. a second. Your original uh, one that was that, the last one you did. The very last one you did was the was the Blue Jays, and I did the White Sox. No, no, no. I'm saying at the beginning of the year, my like oh, prediction see. tweet. Not, yeah. not Nabs. No, no, not Nabs. At the very beginning of the year, my because everyone knows who the tweet. first one that fasted was it was the Orioles. We all know this. That was, was that the first one I did? Oh, so I could. Take I did it the off Marlins. The you did the Orioles. Yes. Yeah. So I could take it off the board. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm upset at myself. I had one one, and I didn't take Orioles from you. I'm not saying that they are going to. Uh, I'm not. They're not my prediction for this podcast. But mm-hmm. because they were my original prediction, I'm going to go ahead and say Tampa Bay over Seattle in, in, in. I'm going to say two. I'm going to say they're going to do it in two. Tampa Bay over Seattle. Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to say Toronto over Seattle doing it in two. Okay, I'm saying it's going to be Seattle in three. Seattle in three. All right. Um, I I want I want to I can't say that Robbie Ray and I uh, and Luis Castillo are going to lose both games. I just can't believe that. Yeah, I can't do that. So then it comes down to that third game, and I think the duo of Gilbert and Kirby is going to really impress people. Okay, uh, I can't wait to see that. I mean, it's pretty much it's the same guy. Series. Called them Jerby for a while. Um, so I, I'm really excited for that. George Kirby gets his first uh. You know, I mean, George Kirby, the rookie, gets his taste of the playoffs. I mean, all those guys do, of course. Um, but uh, all right. So so here we are now. We are in the National League. We're going to talk about the predictions all the way through um, soon. I Actually, you know what? Let's do it this way. Let's go to the Yankees and the Astros, not talk about predictions with it. How do we feel about these teams right now? Do we feel that they are equipped to make a, a true World Series run? We'll start with the Yankees. Obviously, Aaron Judge today doing well. We have the uh, Oswaldo and Oswald also looking alive a little bit. You have Anthony Rizzo healthy again. Uh, in the rotation, Severino going seven innings, no hit ball. You have Nestor Cortez looking like nasty Nestor against your Orioles. And Garrett Cole is still Garrett Cole. How are you feeling about this team? You're just saying overall, not who we think is going to beat our earlier prediction, our wild card prediction. Overall, who's going to beat our wild card? So, what? What, are you looking for how do I feel about the Yankees overall, or are you looking for me to make a prediction about the Yankees? No, overall, just like how, how good do you think their chances are of advancing and winning the World Series? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's no secret that Judge does still make up a fair majority of their offense. I think we've seen some holes in guys like Garrett Cole uh, and every once in a while getting blown up. I think, you know, with some of the injuries that they sustained over the year with their bullpen, there's a little bit of worry there too. But I I don't see 
any reason why they couldn't handle either of the two teams that are that would come in to face them in a in a in a, in a series. Um, yeah, I mean the Yankees are always going to be dangerous. They're always going to figure out a way to win, and Judge is still there, right? We can look at the stats and say, oh well, without Judge, you know, he's just one player. The Yankees aren't as intense, but Judge is still there, and he's arguably the best player in baseball right now, aside Shohei Otani. So I think they have as you know good a shot as any, and I think they're a fuller, more in-depth team than both Cleveland and Tampa. So, of course, the Yankees are always going to be a contender. Do I think that they would win in a series against Houston? I, I don't. I, I would give the edge to Houston. I think you would love to see another ALCS because I truly think the Astros are the Yankees' biggest rivalry right now, uh, yeah. or rivals right now. But, yeah, the Yankees are an incredibly dangerous team. What are you thinking? I mean, I'm thinking that every game, playoff game, I know I'm biased because I've been rooting for the Yankees since I was five because I want to be happy in life. But there's something to be said about the seventh, eighth inning of Yankee games where there are so many boppers in that lineup. And it's a one run game. Just every single pitch seems so close to being something magical. Right. And you throw in the intensity of the playoffs as well. And it just gets so thrilling. Um. And that chance every time to me makes him very much a contender. The bullpen is the biggest question for me. I, Raldis Chapman is not Raldis Chapman. Um, yeah. They just lost another reliever here. They're hoping that he comes back for a potential ALCS, uh, but he's not going to be available for the, the ALDS. Um, Michael King not being, I mean, he was a savior for them in that yep. first half. Yep. Um, and, you know, Clay Holmes, the Adobe. Uh, one of the better nicknames I've ever come up with. He's been a rock for them. That's great. Uh, Jonathan Loiska, great, but it's going to be tough. They're going to really lean heavily on them. Uh, you hope that Herman and Tyone can really hold up the end of that rotation, or at least through long relief, I should say. It's you're going to ask a lot out of Garrett Cole, Luis Severino, and Nasty Nestor, right? Yeah. And we'll see what we get out of that. And obviously, you know, Judge Stanton and the back half of that can be very questionable of that lineup. Uh, maybe Harrison Bader is going to make the trade worthwhile. You know, I think any Yankee fan watching Bader play for the Yankees right now is saying, Oh, wait a second. Like this is, this is a necessary piece for us. We needed this player, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and how much impact would Jordan Montgomery make at this point in the year? You have Cortez, you have Cole, you have Severino. Um, him as the four there. Is he really that much different, different than say Tyone or Herman at this point? I don't know. And Bader certainly is an upgrade. So there's something to be said about that. I'm really curious to see that play out. I'm I'm not going to say who I expect for the ALCS because I'm going to save that for the end. But yeah, there, there were a lot of people counting them out two weeks ago. And I think this past week or so, I was really showcased like, look, Severino's fine. Cortez yeah. is looking great. There's, there's a lot more potential here. Um, and going to the Astros now. And uh, before we do, actually, we have to take a quick break. One last thing I wanted to bring up about the Yankees, too, and you kind of already hit the nail on the head with this, but this is a different conversation if Britain comes back and stays healthy, right? It's a big potential piece for them, and him coming back and then immediately going back to the IL, probably not going to be available, definitely not going to be available for the first series, but like, yeah, that's that's another big hit to a rotate to a bullpen that needed Zach Britton. Um, but anyway, you're about to, to pivot over to Houston. What are you thinking about the Astros? Yeah, so before I do... I, I've been staring at this for the last, I don't know, ever since we were having the initial conversation, it's just been hanging up on the right side of my screen. And I, and I gotta just, I just gotta just put it for everybody to see. Look how rosy these cheeks are. Look, look at these rosy cheeks of Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. They are so rosy. Go to the player page, see his headshot. This is the rosiest cheeks I have ever maybe, seen. Maybe he has rosacea. No, they're just so... It's like I remember going to Captain Higgins up in Cape Cod as a kid and making fun of their menu because they had these images of children and they had all circular rosy cheeks that were so just too much. Okay. And it, it like made us all laugh for the entire night and all of our parents were like upset about like, come on, kids, keep it together. But like, but the rosy cheeks... That's Robbie Ray. Anyway, uh, the Astros, the Astros rotation has been absurdly good. Christian Javier has turned into, uh, you know, almost a top 20 starter at this point. 
I, uh, Framber Valdez, you were making the case that he'd be Cy Young. Unfortunately, six earned runs in one of his mm-hmm. latest starts. That's going to take him out of any sort of contention there, I believe. But obviously, Justin Verlander is going to be at the very top of that discussion. Lance McCullers looked like Lance McCullers, despite some limited pitch counts, still looked really good. Jose Arquiti and Luis Garcia are still present. I mean, this is an insanely good rotation for the Astros. And losing Carlos Correa, they haven't really skipped a beat. Jordan Alvarez and and uh, Jose Altuve and Bregman and um, Kyle Tucker. I mean, this is this is a team. Um, are they the team to beat in the AL? They have to be. They have to be. I think there's no doubt. Best record in the AL. Uh, I think the one thing that doesn't get enough attention to is their their top three defensively. Um, oh, yeah, Pena, right? Shortstop. Yeah, Pena at shortstop. Do you happen to know who uh, the best defensive fielding team was according to outs above average? And it was not even close. Uh, I think actually I did see this. I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks. It was indeed the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks had a 44 outs above average followed by the Padres at 30. It's a pretty steep fall off, and then it starts to regulate a little bit. But the best American League team in terms of defense is Houston, uh, which makes that low uh, starter BABIP, which I think is like the second lowest in baseball, um, make a lot more sense. Um, They've got some ground ball guys that we are well aware of, and they've got the defense to back up those ground ball guys. Um, And I wonder if they're going to be able to use, you know, you know, the aggression of the other team and their adrenaline uh, to their advantage. I don't like I I think this can be a small factor, but this is a team of filled with guys who a have chips on their shoulder and B have been there before. Um, I think they are perpetually talking in that in that uh, dugout like everyone thinks we're cheaters and everyone doubts us. And we're going to shove it down their throat that even with that scandal gone, we are back to the playoffs last year. We're back to the playoffs this year. We are, we are over a hundred wins. So forget about it. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think they're definitely the team to beat in the AL. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty scary. I, uh, and I mean, look, I think we're all sick of the Dodgers and the Astros and the Yankees, I guess. Yankees haven't made it to the World Series since 2009. Just saying. Say it again. <laughs> but I, I mean, it could very well be a Dodgers Astros World Series. And honestly, I would enjoy it. It would be incredibly fun after what happened oh, yeah. in 2017. Um, but all right, let's let's move down to the NL. And we have, of course, the Phils. We have the Phillies coming in hot. And they look like they are going to be the sixth team. Um, it's a possibility that not, but I, it could swap with the Padres, possibly. Maybe I could get that wrong. But as of right now, Phillies are six. Cardinals are three. Uh, let's start with those Phillies. Uh, and, and Well, actually, yeah, their rotation versus the Cardinals. We have Aaron Nola and Wheeler, the one, two. Uh, I don't know who the three is. Yeah. You can make an argument that it's Bailey Falter. Ahead of Kyle Gibson, who has been volatile to say the least. Ranger Suarez, that has been whatever. Noah Syndergaard got moved out of the rotation. I uh, Whatever. And then you have the Cardinals, where you see Adam Wainwright, who has been fatigued, in my view, in the past month. Uh-huh. It's not easy pitching at his age for a full year yeah. at a high level. And we just saw him getting burned by the Pirates. We've seen him burned by other teams this past month. I don't think we're going to get peak Adam Wainwright. Jack Flaherty is looking better. He's not going to be starting on Wednesday. They're going to use him for the uh, the wild card in some fashion. We don't know how. Miles Michaelis had a miraculous season. Um, we have Kosi Quintana, Jordan Montgomery. I have no idea who the one, two, three is here. At that, that said, it's like a it's a rotation of number threes. Yeah. yeah, and you have two number ones and then number sixes. <laughs> So who gets who gets the the rotation battle here? Is it the Phillies or is it the Cardinals? Man, that's so tough because what's uh, what's eight divided by three? What's eight divided by three? Yeah, what is it? That's two point six seven. Is it? Yes. That's how do you know that so quickly? Well, because it's two thirds. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 2.6. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so then you got to go, so just by simple math, if you're taking the average of 3, 3, and 3, which is 3, and then two ones and a 6, then you're going to go with the 2.67, and that's the, that's the kind of hard-hitting analysis that you come to pitch a list for. <laughs> the thing is, though, you have the ones against the threes for the first two games. You don't need to win game three if you never play it. That's true. That's why I go with I go with Philly. I mean, I, I think the... Oh, now you're flip-flopping on me. No, no, no. Too good of an argument. Was, no, no, but that was my argument all along because Wheeler and Nola are the two ones and they they, they have the better mm. average overall. I, I think you got to lead them. I mean, I, I hate to be doubting St. Louis because I feel like I always doubt them and they always turn it around and, you know, shove it in people's faces. But Nola's the better. Nola's the if you combine both of those rotations, there's no question that one, two would still be Nola Wheeler. Um, they're going to give you the best chance in the playoffs. I'm going to go with the, the uh, Phillies rotation. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Ellen is saying that it is likely Suarez. Um, but I think Ellen will tell you, I think Brett Goldhammer, uh, our senior WordPress developer here will tell you the Phillies find a way to let you down and especially that defense. So, and Cardinals devil magic, man, it, it's a thing. It's, mm, uh, okay, so I mean, with the rotations, you got to give it to Philly. I'm just going to do that. I'm I, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about the uh, the bullpen and the offense. We got to breeze through this. By the way, we might go a little bit long on this. We're about 40 minutes in already. Um, we got we got to go. I have 34 pitchers to write tonight. All right, all right. Um, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead. The, the Cardinals have the the lowest um, uh, whiff rate among pitchers. They they induce overall the fewest swing and misses, which makes sense. Miles Michaelis, mm-hmm. um, Dakota Hudson. Um, uh, while the bullpen talk about Dakota Hudson, I'm already getting too many mean tweets about him. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. He was a questionable start. Everybody not probable. You didn't want to do it. Uh, while, while I, I'm obviously a firm believer in that offense. Um, I think there are still uh, in, in the Cardinals offense. There's obviously plenty of weapons inside of Philly. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead just because Alan's listening. I'm going to go ahead and say Philly. And because that means that you have to choose St. Louis. Um, I'm going to choose the Phillies for getting their revenge on the Cardinals as they destroyed their dynasty. Mm. Oh, they gained the nice. revenge yeah. uh, for the past 10, 11 years. Okay. So I'm going, I'm going Phillies here. Um, man, I hope that bullpen holds up for them. I really do. Uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado are going to be really fun to watch on the yeah. Cardinals. Obviously pool is there too. I'm turning it on. I, uh, but yeah, this is uh this is gonna be a fun series. It's gonna be really hard to figure out which team is which as they play. <laughs> Boo. He said we're running long and then he got time for that joke. <laughs> but uh once you figure it out, the one with a lot of whiffs will be the Phillies. Um but all right, let's move on to the other one. It's the Padres versus the Mets in all likelihood. I mean, there's a chance. Uh, I don't know how this game ended tonight. Uh, Atlanta clinched. Oh, you with San Diego? Oh, no, no, no. Atlanta did clinch. Atlanta did beat the Marlins tonight. Um, Don Mattingly let down his old coach, Buck Showalter. That's Showalter. Oh, my Lord. Oh, boy. Showalter. I got to get you. Um, So now it is going to be the Mets. First and foremost, do you call this a collapse for the Mets? No. No. Okay. I don't. I, I I call it a media. I call it a fantastic performance by Atlanta in the second half. I don't know if I call it a, a straight up. Collapse. Now the thing is, they had a. I remember us talking about this about a month ago and saying the Mets have the easiest schedule ready to go. Yeah, and they didn't come through they, against the Cubs, against the Pirates. They didn't win those games that they needed to win. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm sorry, little brother, but yeah, you guys collapsed. You didn't do it. Jacob Degrom, okay. Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett didn't win a single game against Atlanta this weekend. That was brutal. That's a collapse. Mm-hmm. It was yours to win, and you lost it. Uh, that said, it is now the series against the Padres. They got to go against. You know, it's going to be those three again. They're going to go against you, Darvish, Joe Musgrove, and Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. Who do you give the nod to here? Still given the not, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind. Yeah, I know. But it's it is really fun though. Blake Snell could go crazy and not get pulled after 72 pitches this time. That's true. You know, you Darvish just won the best pitcher of the month in September for the NL. Yep. 
right? This is not a a bad rotation all of a sudden. I know we've talked a lot about, oh, the Padres haven't really come through with all their studs. They got, you know, Manaya and Clevenger have faltered. Musgrove has turned it back around. Snell has been insane over the past two months, and Darvish is yeah. an absolute ace. Manaya and Clev do not matter for this series at all. No. Yeah, they honestly, I wouldn't even put him on the roster. Um, I would, I would rely on other guys, maybe Clevenger for longer relief. Um, but I offensively, though, you have to give the nod to the Mets. Yeah, overall, top to bottom, I think so for sure. Right. So so, you're going Mets here, right? Oh, well, okay. So the Mets have the better rotation, Mets have the better offense, Mets have the better bullpen. So you got to give it to the Padres. Yeah, that's what is I'm there, doing. Is there any? Is has there ever been a bigger you have <laughs> to give it to the Padres than this? Listen, I want nothing more than our friends in in Queens to be happy. I do. I think it would be great. I want nothing more than Buck to lose his stigma of a of a manager unable to manage big games. But man, if there was a prime series for the Mets to met, it's going to be this one. I know. It, it, it just, whew, man. Look. I remember the conversations back in May and June. Oh, I don't Yankee fans. The Mets are the number one town in New York. It's a Mets town now. The Mets and here are the we number are. one town in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it is late. I am the delirious one today. You were the one yesterday. Now it's me. No, it's you. I love it. Uh, we're the team in New York. It's, it, it's, it's a Mets city. And yeah. yes, it's a metropolis. You just said you were redundant anyway oh um it, it this is what the meds do i uh, and i'm not rooting for it but oh boy are they setting themselves up for this um the morale is going into this is terrible mm. um but we've seen that before the greatest team ever the yankees 1998 they limped into the world series right or 2000 rather against um when they beat the mets in the world series they limped into that one they're looking terrible and then they won it all, right? Like yeah. one game changes everything. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Nah, I'm going to give it to the Mets. I can't do this to them. I can't do that. I'm giving it to the Mets. I'm I, doing got, it. You, I feel so bad saying it's San Diego. Yeah. You gotta give it to also, them. I got a root for the Mets Dodgers. I feel like that's fine. Now let's do that as a segue. Now let's talk about the Dodgers. They're the clear number one seed. You could say the number one seed in baseball right now. I mean, do they have a weakness fast? Bullpen? If you, no, uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, boo. Um, if <laughs> you have to pick of the three what the weakness is, because I think the answer is no. There is there is not a hole on a team that has now won 110 games. There's not. Like, there's just not. Um if you want to make a case that their biggest hole maybe is their rotation because of the injuries, but like still Kershaw Anderson's been great. Gonsolin, Arias and Heaney. Like there, there are a lot of solid options. There. Now only need Gonsolin, I, if you want to say the injuries, Gonsolin just came back and threw about 40, 50 pitches. We don't know how many pitches Kershaw's going to go, but he should be more extended. Mm-hmm. They lost Dustin May. Andrew Heaney's never really been a seven inning guy or anything like that. I mean, he has gone six a couple times, but you might imagine, especially playoff baseball, be like four innings and change a lot. Yeah, you don't Maybe need piggyback it. Piggyback with Tyler Anderson or something like that. Uh, they lost Walker Bueller. So it's really Urias who doesn't go nine. He normally goes like five, six. Kershaw, who will be pushed six. Gonsolin, who's still recovering. Heaney and Anderson. It's not as full as you'd think, right? Um, so that's yeah. a very good point in that regard. I guess you could also make the case that Kimbrell is a shadow of what he once was. But that, oh yeah, absolutely. That bullpen it, it just doesn't really. I mean, Alex Vasia, Evan Phillips, uh, Chris Martin's been fantastic in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Bruce Dargraderall. Obviously, he's more gifable than he is good, but he's got great stuff that plays in, in the playoffs. Um, it, it's tough to not say that they are the team to. To, to beat on the NL it's but then again we had the exact same conversation last year oh my god that rotation is unbelievable there's no way anyone is ever going to beat them just give them the world series you never know what happens in the playoffs but coming into it you got to feel the same way about a team that's one one ten. I mean the the Mets can take him down they have you know they have uh, oof, they could do it um and then let's talk about Atlanta Atlanta coming in hot the hottest team in baseball you could say I uh, 
say for that, I mean, that ridiculous Dodgers stretch, the Dodgers offense. I mean, Betts and Freeman, you can talk all day about them, but Trey Turner, which is just insane that they have those three guys in the first place. But the depth is insane. I mean, it, it's quality all the way down. Will Smith, and you have Justin Turner, and you have Cody Bellinger, and you have Chris Taylor. Actually, Chris Taylor, I believe, is out, but mm. you have Gavin Lux. You have, I mean, it, it's just everybody's just good on that team. Max Muncy. Um, it, it's pretty ridiculous. And, but Atlanta, I mean, Spencer Strider should be good to go, of uh, my understanding, for the playoffs. I don't he's out so. for the, you, you think he's going to be out for the ALDS? Or I, NLDS? Don't, I don't think he's going to start. I think they might use him in relief. Limited. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the very least, Charlie Morin has recovered from his about six ERA in the first two months. Yep. Uh, Max Freed is one of the more underrated pitchers in the majors, I believe. Mm. Um, you realize it's like a two five ERA again. And I actually remember from the first start of the year saying this is what he did last year. His first like three starts, then he had a two three ERA the rest of the way, and that's pretty much what he did again this year. Um, just don't start Max Free for his first two starts of the year, guys. Um, you also have I. Uh, there's someone major that I'm forgetting. Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright. Thank you very much. I don't know how much I believe in Kyle Wright in the postseason. Um, yeah. Kyle Wright's curveball has been very good, and it's been pulling him along. We've seen I uh, stumbles there where the changeup sinker four seamer are not locked in and the curveball does enough and gets them over. And I do wonder if there's a lot of weakness in Kyle Wright in that way. And this might rely too heavily on Max Freed um, for the, you know, for the playoffs here. So I'm actually a little maybe down on Atlanta here without Spencer Strider. Yeah, it makes sense a little bit. I mean, their offense is probably the one that would be closest to um, to the Dodgers. I mean, they're 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 one My two. Priorities. I think in, yep. one two in terms of Woba, one two in terms of Wobacon. Um, what one two in terms of? I still, still like that you say Wobacon instead of Wobacon because come on, it's Wobacon. Yeah, Woba on contact, Wobacon. I know, but it's bacon. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think they're another team that last year were like, oh, this is not a team that's going to win the World Series, and they kind of pulled it off. But yeah, there's no question that Strider not being available for them, if he isn't indeed, is going to hurt that team. I think it makes it more of an interesting series. Um, but I think either of the teams that they could theoretically face in St. Louis and Philly, they can, they could get the best of. So yeah, I, I, I understand that. I, all right, so. Now we've gotten to the point of the show. It's already 51 minutes. All right. Who is going to win the World Series, you ask? We're going to break down um, each series. We're going to take turns here. And you're going to tell me your bracket all the way through. Okay. And then I'm going to give mine. So let's start here with the AL. Tampa Bay, Cleveland. You had the Rays in three. No, I had um, Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland in three. Okay. Then you have... The Jays in two. Yeah. Okay. Yankees, Cleveland, best of five. Um, the Yankees in four. Yankees in four. Okay. Astros, Jays, best of five. Ooh, baby. Um, That's a fun yeah. one. Astros in five. Astros in five. Yankees, Astros, best of seven. Astros in six. Okay. Uh, National League side. So you have the Astros coming out of the AL. Phillies, Cardinals, you have the Phillies in. Um, I think I said Phillies in, in two. Okay, and you have the Padres in three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to the Mets. I'm gonna give it to the Mets. <laughs> oh, come I'm on, give it to the Mets. I'm gonna give it to the Mets in two. Mets in two. Okay, I uh, so Phillies, Atlanta, best of five. Um, Atlanta in four. Yeah, keep in mind with this. I uh, because you're coming out of this, I, I, I guess I'll go into it a little bit, but the rotation is going to be a little bit different. Um, Dodgers, Mets, best of five. I, you got to predict an upset. You have to at some point because it never plays out the way that you want it to. Sure. Um, is this the one? Yeah. Why not? Well, listen, we're all making it up. It's all BS anyway. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Mets. Why not? The Dodgers are the best team in baseball. The Mets, they have one big walk off in that first series. They get reinvigorated. They say, you know what, Buck, we're taking you to the promised land and they do it. They beat the Dodgers in five. 
Okay. Uh, Mets, Atlanta. Best of seven. Mets. Mets. A redemption for that sweep. Mets in four. (laughs) Astros and Mets World Series. Astros. Yeah, yeah, you can't. (laughs) It goes so far. Astros in seven. Oh, you should say four. Edwin Diaz gives it up in the bottom of the ninth because an, a, a because a trumpet misplays from the stand. Someone brings a real trumpet and plays it at the wrong time, and it scares him, and he gives up a home run. But I was the delirious one. Uh, over under .5 games where Buck leaves Edwin Diaz in the pen. Seven. <laughs> I know that's not an answer. Uh, it's over, but the, if he does it seven times. <laughs> Uh, all right, steer me through this fast. Okay, all right. So let's go back to uh, the bracket here. So we were doing, we'll do it the exact same way. We have Tampa versus uh, uh, the Guardians. I believe you said Tampa in two. I, uh, you said Tampa, right? I said I said the Guardians. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I went contrarian. Yeah, Tampa Bay in two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Seattle versus Toronto. I believe you went Seattle in three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Tampa versus the Yankees. So okay, so this is this is the interesting thing. Let's say Tampa goes does Tampa in two. That means they throw McClanahan and Glass now, and they got to start Game One on Monday or Tuesday rather, um, or one of the two. I don't remember. They, the point is they won't be able to start the Game One guy, mm. so they got to go with Rasmussen. And nah, nah. I mean, I guess it's Springs they can push him back, but then it'll be Springs Rasmussen one two. Now, nah, Yankees are going to feast over that with Cole and Seve or Cole and Nestor. So I'm going to see Yankees in five. Okay. All right. Uh, um, Mirrors so then... are going to be like, okay, all we got is Robbie Ray and Castillo, and we're going to lose here. So Astros in four. Astros in four. Okay. So we got I mean, which isn't a thing. It's a five game series. So Yankees, Yankees in four and Astros, Astros in three. <laughs> okay. Um, Philly at St. Louis. No, 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 no. ALCS, buddy. Oh, ALCS, yeah, excuse me. Yankees, uh, it's Yankees versus the Astros. The greatest series ever. It's going to be Astros in seven. Yankees in seven. Yankees in seven. Good. There, I like it. I like it. We're getting bold. So let's go. So the Yankees are going to represent the American League. Oh, in, uh, so in, not going to happen. Series. The offense is going to sputter. But anyway. Can't wait. Philly versus St. Louis. I believe you had St. Louis in three. No, I went with oh, Philly. Philly? Philly, yeah. okay. Philly and two. Philly and two. All right. San Diego and New York. You also ended up siding with the Mets. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, Mets and how many? It's going to be the Mets and two. Mets and two. Um, all right. So then let's go up and let's do Atlanta versus Philly. I'm going to say Philly in seven and five. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Philly, spicy. Philly in five. Spicy. Uh, LA versus the Mets. That's going to be a fun series, but they're not going to get DeGrom and Scherzer a ton. So it's going to be Dodgers in uh, Dodgers in six. Dodgers in six. Okay, very good. So then that leaves who's going Which, to represent again, the Again, does not happen. So Dodgers in five. <laughs> yeah, yep, 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 totally right. Um, so then that leaves us then with Dodgers versus uh, Atlanta. Who's going to represent? No, Atlanta? Dodgers versus the Phillies, the and they're going to sweep them. They're going to sweep them. They're going to be close. Them. Okay, great. Um, so then the World Series between, wow, the two LA. That sounds so New fun. It's the Yankees Dodgers again, all over again. Yeah, that Just would like truly be, that would be insane. That was like 1956. It's what Rob Manford dreams about every <laughs> year. The most viewed World Series ever. Of all time, Judge. What a way. You know, what a story. Coming back from the lockout, you've got the highest viewership ever. You know? It would be unbelievable. <laughs> the players should have gotten more money. Um, I am going to say the Dodgers in six. Dodgers in six. Dodgers in six over the Yankees. So yeah. your World Series champions are the Dodgers. Yeah. Mine are the Astros. Uh, now look, it's a win win there. I want it to be the Yankees, but I think it's the Dodgers. The best part about all this is in three days, we'll start to find out what the answers to these questions are. Playoff baseball is upon us, Nick. Oh, I cannot wait fast.
It's going to be glorious. Are you going to? How many games are you going to watch? You going to watch all of them? Um, no. <laughs> I'm going to do my best to. I'm going to do my best to. You're going to see a lot of a lot of overlays. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'll be spending most of my time making those overlays. But when I'm not making them, I'll be watching playoff baseball. Yeah. Well, I mean, Friday is the best day. Friday is the best. I will be. I will be streaming on Friday in some I way. I will be recovering from a wedding. What better way have to spend fun. it? Have fun fast. Um, all right, but that's going to be it for this edition of the Nick and Alex baseball show. We hope you're prepared for the, for the postseason. It is so much fun to enjoy it the most. I highly recommend get PL plus. If you haven't yet, um, it's the best way to support what we do. Our community here is amazing. If you ever felt like watching a baseball game and not really having friends to talk to about it as it's going on, our discord has a thousand plus members. They're going to be watching the games with you. You should be here. Go sign up pitchos.com slash plus. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And I'm Alex Fast. And we will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy.